welcome to You're Dead to Me. I'm Fraser Ruddick. I'm Stacey Peterson. Here you are, 15 minutes late. Yes. I was worried thick about you. Oh no, I'm so sorry. I did give you warning illegally while driving. You, you were texting while driving. I had stopped. But uh, I was at, the, at the lights or had you yeah. pulled over? At, at the lights. Pulled over? No. <laughs> <laughs> What's the legal answer I'm required to give? I was stressing out. Well, the rest stop got out of the car and, you know, text, turned everything off and then, yeah. then you were Walked 100 metres away from my vehicle. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> of course. Alright, so a big thanks to the podcast Factor who featured a clip of us in their last show. And thanks to everyone else who's rated, reviewed, subscribed, listened, <laughs> liked, <laughs> retweeted, avoided eye contact with me on the street, had to deal with Stacy giving the greeting kiss. <laughs> if you want to get in touch with us, we're on Twitter at Dead to Me Podcast. We're also on Facebook, and our email is Dead to Me Podcast at gmail.com. Thanks for accepting my Facebook friend request, by the way. No problem. That was a stressful 10 minutes of waiting for you to accept it. Look, I toyed with the idea and I thought, well, I'm going to see you next week anyway. I may as well accept it. But uh, that uh, awkwardness. Seriously, right? though, was there any hesitation? Like, did you, did you see that and be like, hmm? Or did you just accept straight away? I accepted straight away, to be polite. To be polite? I don't want to be friends with you. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, uh, no, no, I went, I went, yep, okay, cool. Oh, okay, okay, that was easy. Don't worry, straight accepted. I don't add many people for that reason because it's not that I don't want them on there. I'm just, I'm just really like, I don't want them. What, what if they reject Scared me? What if they reject me? What do and I do? And then you run into them somewhere and obviously you can't bring it up and be like, hey, are you going to accept my Facebook request? But there's yeah. still this lingering like, yeah. I know what you did. And it's hard when you have them on there as well because, because then you're kind of trapped in that. Like, you know me, I'm, I'm a, I'm, I like to block people so I completely vanish. I, I'll block them in advance so they can't, they, can't, they can't even find me. Oh, he doesn't have Facebook, what? Oh. But uh, hey, have you ever deleted somebody and they've, um, they've tried to re-add you like straight away? Yeah. Yeah, that's awkward. And I just ignore it. Yeah. Or if they ask me about it, I go, well, look, we're not really in contact anymore and I only want people I talk to all the time. But it's actually really hard. I think it's super You'll hard. actually give them reasoning. You're like, they listen, ask me. I deleted you for this reason and I think you're a really nice person, but I just don't need you in my Facebook life. If I see you on the street, yeah. I'll do this stop and chat, but that's a, that's where we're at. I do. What, especially like ex-work colleagues. You know, sometimes when you work somewhere and you have your friends at work, but then everyone just adds you at work. Yeah, yeah. I so hate that. if I, I leave and it's been long enough and I haven't had any contact with them since working there, I'll delete them. And then someone once was like, why did you delete me from Facebook? And I said, well, we haven't talked since I left work. So I don't really think that we're friends anymore. Yeah. And they were like, oh, that's fair. Yeah, I'm not. So, <laughs> I, I don't, I don't it's need It's just Facebook it. too. I don't really have any attachment to Facebook. I know. I, like if someone deleted me, I wouldn't be that devastated. Unless they were <laughs> well, in my, you know, if it was like a friend who I see all the time and they- Also, just... so I can't delete you, so I'm trapped. I'm trapped for life now. Yeah, you're trapped. If oh, you delete me, I will be contacting you being like, hey, what's up? Is everything all good? I could, I could delete you and then I could be like, oh no, I just deleted my Facebook because that means I blocked you. Yeah, I'd believe you. I probably would look into it. I'd be like, yeah, if you don't want me on there, there's a I reason. Can, I can't wait till you leave today. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> I'll be like trying to message you on Facebook and you've just disappeared. And I look you up and you've just blocked me for good. Well, I haven't really but even... See you next week. I haven't really even had any reason to have you on Facebook. We haven't messaged each other on it. We usually email each other. And I haven't found any juicy, juicy stuff to... I have nothing juicy. <laughs> but no, otherwise, you just very, have too very, many channels of very communication. Very Facebook. Very, very it is. wholesome. It's like, look at sunrise. 
Yeah, every, everyone's yes. like, oh, delete. Yeah. Every picture you're smiling. There's not, there's <laughs> not angry photos. Nothing. <laughs> no, it's, it's too boring. nice. Too nice. Boring. Yours is theatrical. So, shout outs this week to the Thai food delivery guy who called me from his car because he was too lazy to walk to the door. My neighbors probably think I'm a drug dealer. <laughs> Speaking of neighbors, shout out to my neighbors in the flat next door for once again putting out my garbage bins before I could put out yours. You but, think you uh, can out-nice me? You fucking try. Next week, I'm gonna put out your bins like three days early. I'll even wash your fucking car. You'll see who's nice. <laughs> also, shout out to cats. Because I, I like cats. Because they're cute. Okay, I have a shout out. Um, this time's an angry shout out to Ooh. the lady who scoots past my house. I live on a main street. Scoots past my house and has a speaker that she puts on at full blast and then she will sit at the seat just outside of my door at like 6am in the morning and play Taylor Swift and just <laughs> sit there and I'll poke my head out and like give her a bit of a look and she's just like what are you gonna do about it Ooh. and then scoots on this is at least once a week now what's she scooting on one of those like old old person mobility scooters? no she's on a scooter like a razor scooter oh she's scooting <laughs> she's scooting about scootin with about a bit of Taylor Swift. With her speaker on, she's a local and I wish for her to move out. I'm kind of into cupboard. this. I, I kind of want my own scooter lady. No, have a scooter, but I don't want to hear you pumping your tunes, going by and then sitting there. Why is she she's hanging out in front there. of your place? Because there's a seat there. Is she promoting Taylor Swift's new album? Maybe. I haven't I haven't delved further into this. Have you but been I give a shit not. <laughs> <laughs> Knocking on my door like, hey, just wondering if you want a CD. No, I hate her, I want her to leave. So when she's sitting outside of your house, is she waiting for you? Is she staring at the door? No, because it's like a public seat. So she just sits there and plays her music for half oh, an hour. Oh, oh, so she's on a bench, like a bus stop or yeah. something. Yeah, right. and then she gets up and leaves. But this is at 6am in the morning. It has happened at 2am in the morning before. And she drives by and I hear it and wake up because I don't want to listen to Taylor Swift. Don't you bag out Taylor Swift. She's done really well in her life. No. She's really, her no. career has advanced so much. Great, I don't need to hear it at 2am though. Is it always Taylor Swift? No, it's a mixture. Ah, oh, okay. Taylor Swift, Bruno Mars. Yeah, Classic yeah. pop yeah. icons, you know, <laughs> they're all annoying and I wish to hear not to hear them anymore. Well, I get really annoyed when people do that on the train or actually anywhere. If anyone has a speaker, use your fucking headphones. It Seriously. Is so rude. I've never had my blood boil from zero to a hundred so quickly than when I'm sitting in a public place, um, like on a bus or something and someone gets out their thing and they're not even listening to music. They're watching a video or they're listening oh, yeah. to the news or something like that. And I just chuck them the saltiest look. I turn around and I look at them like with devil eyes. And I just, it's so rude. I can't believe people do that. I would never do that. I don't know what to do in that situation. I don't know if I should walk up to them and be like, hey, you fucking turn off that music right now. Right now. Because they probably won't listen to me and they'll keep listening to no, it. No, and then you're a dick and then they want to like make you upset. I just get, you know when you kind of get increasingly angry and you start like kind of shaking your head and you're like, and yeah, like, every day I don't know what life. to do. I'm full of this negative energy. And then I just wait to get off the bus and I'm like, no, nah, just leave me alone. I don't want to think about you anymore. It's horrible. Yeah. Or at the gym, I was working out at the gym and everyone, it, you wear earphones and this girl came in and just put her music on full blast. 
Where's the buff dude who works at the counter coming in where he's walking around and people being like, oh man, I'll spot you, man. Where's he? Where's he to be like, An all female gym. Okay, where's so she? So there's no buff men. Girl power? No, I was in a room by myself and she came in and then totally took over. It was, she was trying to edge me out. I know it. <laughs> she was like, I don't want, I want to be in this room, so leave. How I'm was the music selection though? Terrible. I was trying to stretch and do like a relaxing thing and she was just like, <laughs> You know, I've, I've never been to a gym in my life. I always kind of had the impression that they would have music playing in there out of the, the speakers around, but no, it's it's your own music. They do in the other area, but this area I chose for its uh, you had your tranquility. <laughs> and then she came in and shat all over it. Then awesome. I asked her to turn it down and she put it down one notch and was like, is that fine? Turn it off! I said it nicely. Earphones or nothing. Yes, you don't get to just come in and stumble over this ground. I was feeling very territorial. Maybe she wants to be social because when you put in the earphones, you're cut off from the world and, or you would think, you would think people wouldn't talk to you, but they always do. I'm always walking down the road <laughs> with my earphones in, which is the international sign for leave <laughs> me the fuck alone. Don't talk to me. And then people will constantly just, just walk up to me and just start talking. They won't even wave so I can take them out first. They're halfway through a, through a sentence and I take them out and then I have to be like, what? And it's never anything interesting, ever. Is it a stranger? Always. I have had the most weird strangers come up and talk to me and they always seem friendly. Like I'm very up to chat to randoms because sometimes people are lonely and they just need to chat. Uh, the lonely I, ones are the worst. I had a guy come up to me once and I was about to go into the gym and he's like, hey love, how has your day been? And I was like, oh cool, it's been great, blah, 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 blah. And then he says yeah, you something. You know that's not gonna end. People, people don't care how people's days are. No. There, there's going to be something. Listen though, he says something along the lines of, you know, you don't need to worry about what you look like. You look really good, but you could stand to lose a few kilos for your body shape. Did you strangle this guy and do you need help burying the body? And I was like, sir, I'm actually trying to have a nice conversation with you. I don't really need your opinion on how I treat my body. I have to leave now. And he's like, no, love, I was just, I was like, goodbye, have a good day. I was so offended. And you know those days where you're feeling like hot shit? I was feeling like, I was like, how fit am I? I'm going to the gym. I'm such a health buff. I go like rarely, but I went. And then I went and he ruined my day by just being like, you could lose a few kilos. Totally unsolicited. Did you go in and just hit and run. Did that little bit more exercise? I did. Oh. I did. I pushed really hard and it didn't help. And what have you learned from this experience? Don't talk to strangers. Yes! Exactly! You were taught this from a very early age. And here's you trying to be all nice. It's always old creepy men though. Yeah. One time I was walking and they just try and neg you. You know, when you like, you think they're going to try and be nice to you, but they actually say negative things to make you feel bad about yourself. Well, I was walking and I was wearing what I, I think I was wearing like a denim jumpsuit or something. And this man comes up to me, this ugly old dude. And he's like, are you a nurse? And I said, no, I'm not. Then he's like, why do you look like you're wearing scrubs and just got off a long shift? And I was like, I don't know. I'm just doing my shopping guy. What do you want from me? And then he tells me a story about how he's a musician and he has a how bad relationship with his mother. And then he's like, oh, can I show you my what band on this? Facebook? And he's like, can I, can I have a look on your phone? And I said, I don't have my phone with me. I didn't. I was just going around the corner to get something to eat. And then he's like, look, I'm not trying to hit on you, okay? I'm just trying to share my music with you. And I said, I, 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 I didn't think you were trying to hit on me. I literally don't have my phone. 
And then he went on some other thing and I was like, I've got to go. This, is, this was at least a 10 minute interaction. And I left feeling crap, like I'd rejected someone in my nurse scrubs. <laughs> Ultim tough times. Ultimately, did you feel that he was just trying to promote his music or that he was hitting on you? I think he was hitting on me and preempted the rejection. Yeah, because you know- but He was also would... like a 65, 70 year old man oh, with like a walking ooh. cane and stuff. And oh, I'm like 26, yeah. I wasn't- ooh. There was That's nothing saucy. was gonna happen. Or could have, could have. A Why? Bloody weird men always coming up and talking. Do you feel he would have tried to add you on? Like he would have yes. got your phone and then yes. typed in his and done the ad. But that's when you delete him, you block him. No, I wouldn't. I go, no, I don't think I want to add you on Facebook. Oh. If I'd had my phone, but luckily I didn't. So I could be like, I just don't have my phone. I always carry my phone, but quite often I'll have people say to me, ask me what the time is. And then I, I have to struggle out and get my phone out. And it's always when you get it out, you're just like, hang on. They've got to have a fucking phone on them as well. Because I'm not wearing a watch. Very few people wear watches anymore. So and I even said to someone, like as I was struggling, I said, you know, you could look at your phone. And they're like, oh, oh uh, yeah, I don't have one. They did. They did. I could see the lump in just their pocket. Lazy. They weren't just happy to see me. Do you know what? My housemate is much the same. And we're in a group chat and she will like ask a question like, when does this restaurant open? Really Googleable, Googleable questions. Yeah. And all of us, I'm pretty sure, go and Google it for her and go, oh, they open at eight till six, no problem. And then at one point when someone was like, just Google it, why are we doing all your work for you? But she was just always like, what's this? Instead of looking at Google and saying, what's this? So you don't feel this was just a way for her to try and make conversation, but to actually no, wanted the answers just, to these questions? She just wanted the answers to the questions and wanted someone you else shit. to find you the lazy answer. shit, just type it in, it's yeah. so easy these days. Yeah, lazy. Hey, so I, I've got a follow up to last week. So guys, last week, if you didn't hear it, we were talking about sharing food and neither of us liked the idea of it. No. And I've come from just this weekend, an incident involving sharing food. <gasps> what? Okay, so it was Easter weekend. Happy Easter, by the way. Thank you, you too. Yep. <laughs> and on Easter Sunday, I hadn't prepared myself for enough food. Uh, by the way, Good Friday. Yeah. You want to know how I spent my Good Friday? Tell me. Sitting in the car park of a supermarket, watching as people went up to the door, not realizing it was closed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's, it's closed, but, but there were but, people knocking but, on it. It was great. You got to get into this. They knocked on it. Yeah, go on, get on, on a public holiday. <laughs> Just sit in the car park of a supermarket. It's the most fun you'll ever have in your fucking life. Just get one of those camping chairs. Just sit there with a beer. It's so fucking hilarious. People, everyone just wants to get in there, like, and they seem so like. But I need my groceries. Like, why are they? Why are they? Why are they closed? But it's Friday. Friday's the day I buy groceries. I don't understand. Oh yeah. I, I can't survive without without one one day of being able to go to the supermarket. So anyway. Much like them, I didn't prepare myself. But, but so I, you had been that person 10 minutes ago. Oh. <laughs> realized how dumb you looked and were like, you know what, I'm going to capitalize on this. Let's go, get yeah, some I just, chips. I, firstly, I knocked on the door and then I just backed off and just watched everyone else get done. No, but I didn't. I, I knew the supermarket was closed, but I, I didn't actually, I didn't prepare. So uh, I, I, I knew I was probably going to start, but on Easter Sunday, which honestly would have been the worst of it, I found a cafe that was open. Yeah. And so I went in there thinking I've got to 
carbo load here and I got myself the big breakfast. So like, like sausages, bacon, eggs, toast, hash browns. I, I wanted a huge feast. Person who I was with got something a little smaller, some salmon roti or something like that. And let me just say, I was enjoying my meal a lot. I had two hash browns and I was saving the second hash brown oh, to no. just finish on that, uh, that, that nice flavor. And then the, the person I was with turned to me and said, can I have your hash brown? Ooh. I paused. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> but they saw that pause and they're like, they said, oh, don't worry about it. But because, you know, I, I seem like a dickhead, I had to fight, but I kind of angrily like threw it at a plate and be like, oh, yeah, have it. They threw it back. There was a bit of back and forth. Ultimately ended up half, half went on their plate. It was my fucking hash brown! Oh no. Why? Yeah, but they said, my hash browns. they said, don't worry. Yeah, but it was that. Go, okay. It was that, no, don't worry about it. They, no, it was making me look like an asshole. I had to be nice, but I didn't, I didn't want them to have the hash brown. It was your choice to get the small meal. I ordered mine because I knew it was going to be that amount, and that's the amount that I wanted to eat. Why should I have to feed you because of your poor decision making? Do you know what? I think sometimes when people are like that and they go, actually, no, don't worry, or, oh, not if it's too much, or da 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 da, I go, okay, no problem. Let me know if you need it. Oh. And then it puts it right back on them, oh. and they've actually given you permission. You know when people, when like, uh, it used to be when I was driving, and, um, I'd, someone would be like, oh, do you think I could have a lift? No, all good, if not, like, actually, no, don't worry about it, I don't need a lift. And if I was in a nice mood, I'd be like, no, of course, I'll give you a lift. But sometimes, if they were so annoyingly, you know, passive about it, I'd be like, okay, well, cool, no problem. You know, I hate... And then they're like, oh, shit, I should have asked for a lift. And you're like, well, you didn't. I hate when people ask me for a ride. Do you? I don't. I, I prefer that they ask than, like, be like, so how are you getting home? And I'm like, I'm driving. Oh, the beating around the bush. And they're like, oh, cool, I'm going to catch the train. I'm like, oh, cool. I'll catch a train. I guess well, I'll just drag I have fun driving. I guess you'll get home in time for dinner. But me on the train, I'm just, I'm just going to be a little late. It's just like, I don't know, my cat may have died by the time I get home. Yeah, it's such okay. a story. And you're like, just say, yeah, hey, are you driving near a train station? Or can you drive me home? I ask people, no problem. I go, are you headed that way? Do you think you could give me a lift? Nah, okay, cool. Because there's uh, always a way to get somewhere. It pisses me off when people ask for a ride. I don't want to give people rides. Why not? I it's like I often do you offer? Yeah, I do. So I, only if you I, offer, are you happy to? I, give I, a ride? I pick and choose who oh, I who I want to have to make conversation with in the in the car. Right. But no, I don't like it. I, uh, in my opinion, if you don't have your own car, sort out your fucking life. There's public transport. You're not in the middle of the woods. I know, but that's a way of sorting it out. Like option A, ask Fraser for a lift. Option B, catch the bus. If Fraser says no, then I catch the Why bus. Why am I option A? Because. I should be option G. No, so you get a direct route to where you're going. You may be able to pick the music and it's comfier. Nah. And you don't have to pay. No, fuck it, fuck them. But I want the easy ride. I chose not to have a car in Sydney. So I just want to capitalize on people oh, who do fuck. have cars. I, did, I started this whole topic and I didn't even realize that you are one of these people who are asking people for rides, yeah, aren't you? Yeah, why not? Oh, I'm, I'm, having the, I'm having a conversation with the wrong person oh, right now. Oh no, here. you're bailing. I, I, I guess I, because you drove here and so I thought that you were in on the car, but you're, you're one of them. You're one of them. Easy to disguise ourselves these days. <laughs> so uh, do you ask people for rides? 
Yeah, what I'll do is I if I know where they live and I know they might be going in my general direction, I might be like, hey, all good if not, but do you think you could give me a lift if it's not, you know, if it suits? And then people go, sure. Yeah, they feel Maybe I'm trapping people. Do you, think, do you think people actually want to give you a ride? Well, if they could say no. That, no, they, well, they, yeah, they could. Maybe this you're is gonna my... Be all, you're going to be all like, oh, fuck, they're an asshole. And you're going to tell everyone, oh, they didn't give me a ride home. This is the problem. This is because none of us want to do anything in our lives ever. We're just forced into these situations, everything. We just all just want to sit at home on our couch, watching The Simpsons, avoiding eye contact, getting pizza. You know, I don't want to talk to the pizza guy. Just let, leave it on the doorstep. This is... Uh, or at least that's what I want out of life. You feeling Am okay, Fraser? <laughs> that was a lot life. more than asking for lifts right I, there. I had a couple of Red Bulls before yeah. our recording, so that, that was possibly not the best Blood decision. veins popping out of the head, <laughs> ripping shirts, <laughs> pushing over furniture. Okay, don't give me a lift. I'll never ask you for a lift, okay? Yeah, it's I'm, fine. Uh, I don't want one now. Yeah, I've got this. I've, I've, I've just made it free, haven't I? I've, I've, no one's asking for anything now. I've, I've unleashed myself from these chains that in the future you were going to ask me for a ride. This is great. But maybe it's character building. If I ask for a ride and the person feels like they can't say no, maybe that's up to them to learn how to say no without feeling guilty. Maybe I'm actually helping them in discovering who they are as a person. <laughs> <laughs> no! How's that for nah, a flip? You don't get that. You don't get that. Ah, I thought that was what's, this lovely what, little what's your, flip. What's your success rate of when you're asking people for a ride? Pretty uh, much 100%. 100%, yeah. You're charming them. No, no I, don't, I don't butter them up. I go, hey, do you reckon I could get a lift? And you just say it that straightforwardly and they're just like, there's just no reason for them to say no. What's the percentage of people who are like, uh... 100%. I probably block it out, but maybe it's about 100%. But that's not what I'm not worried about. It. I'm worried about the answer. And if the answer is yes, I will give you a lift, then I go, great, you're on board. Well, you seem to think that nobody ever says no to you. Well, they don't. They awkwardly say yes because they feel they have no other option. And that's not my problem, Fraser. <laughs> <laughs> I sound like such a dick. I'm glad you drove today because you're definitely not getting a ride. <laughs> Thanks everyone for lifts when you've given them to me. <laughs> so what did you get up to this Easter long weekend? I travelled north to Brisbane to my cousin's wedding. Yeah, cousin's wedding. The the obligation wedding. The obligation like, yeah, wedding. Right. Was it is it a cousin that you're close with or, or was it Oh you're close enough. Like I wanted to go to the wedding. It was lovely. Did you want to go for the cousin or did you want to go for the free drinks and food? <laughs> That's a long a bit, of, bit of column A, bit of column B. <laughs> a lovely combo which creates the wedding environment. But I'm not sure. Okay, I don't. I haven't been to that many weddings outside of like family ones. But I had the awkward, most awkward moment, and I realized everyone must have that. And I just, I can normally get myself out of a social situation if I'm uncomfortable. But this, I just didn't know what to do. So when the ceremony finished, there was my cousin, which was the groom, standing further away, and then his new wife standing closer. And apparently, everyone lines up to go out and hug the newlyweds. Yeah. And so my whole family and I were in line and we got to the new wife who she's lovely. We don't know her that well, but she's awesome. And we were hugging her and like, hey, the dress is so beautiful. The whole thing was really beautiful. And then the natural progression is you say that and then you move on to the groom and then you leave the line. Yeah. But the groom was stuck talking to someone. So we went to the wife. We were like, hey, oh my gosh, that was so beautiful. Congratulations. Blah, 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 blah. And then we were stuck there. 
Oh, because you couldn't move on. So yeah. Just, so you'd finish it and then it's like, yeah. It's like, it really was. I've never had such a like mutual dress, awkward silence. And then someone would be like, the location's beautiful. And the, wife, the new wife was like, yeah, it is. Great flowers. Oh, yeah. I'm really enjoying it. And then as soon as my cousin was free, we were like, great, bye. Oh, God. Oh, my gosh. Hi, how are you going? It was just like. This was it not a possibility silent. to just go from the bride and almost like create a queue at the groom? No, it was just the way it had been flowing was it was like, hey, bye, hey, bye. And I was just standing there and I just could not think of what to do to salvage the situation. We just stood there quietly and then all, and she was in this as well. Like she was as excited that we were ready to move on because she didn't know what to say. <laughs> So we were just like, really know you. cool, 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 okay, my, oh my goodness, hey, congrats, it was just, and, just and I guess with the groom do. as well, like, you can get out of there as, as fast as possible. Well, there's no waiting. Yeah. Really, the guy who was talking to the groom stuffed up the whole system yeah, really and caused me a social awkwardness, yeah. never forgive him. He could be like, hey, oh, so that was a good wedding, oh, anyway, ooh, food. Oh, it was too much, it was just, <laughs> but it was fun nonetheless. I don't think I've ever I've ever joined the queue to congratulate the well, bride and groom. I've just realised that, that I might thing. act. This is probably why I don't get invited to many weddings <laughs> because, come to think of it, I don't think I've ever actually joined that queue to be like, oh my god, it was beautiful and congratulations and oh, you guys are so happy. I just kind of I'm, I'm that dude who just rocks up and just eats and, and just like great uh, wedding. Uh, uh, drinks too much. But do you know what I also realised is I'm a sucker for weddings. Like you I'm not. Like no, I, you, I'm very conflicted. I cried, didn't you? I cried. But it was out you of win. nowhere, Fraser. I'm telling you. I was like, you know, my sister and I kind of make fun of them because they're always a little bit, you know, over you know, over the top, like, oh we soulmate, blah blah blah. But I was just sitting there and they she walked down the aisle and my cousin looked at her with this loving look, obviously, because they're getting married, and I just out of nowhere cried. I didn't know it was coming and I was like, oh my god, they're so in love. And my sister looked at me like, what the fuck? What's wrong with you? And I was like, I don't know, they're in love. <laughs> it was so, I just got attacked by tears. Are you sure it wasn't the music? Because I, I got a tear in my eye uh, once just because of the music that they had playing. Maybe. There's a little bit of Ed Sheeran. The atmosphere. That's what got me. It was That's the environment of love. But I did it to my sister's weddings too. I was like, haha, like, good on you, you're getting married. But then as soon as they were standing talking and I was a bridesmaid, I was like, oh gosh, they really care about each other. It wears off My fast, inability though. to love has like created this overwhelming reaction to those who do. The ceremonies always go that little bit too long where you're like, oh man, I just want to get to the reception and just drink. Yeah. Drink my the bar tab away, is my lonely life away. Definitely a positive. Oh, it is. Wedding. Uh, why? Why? Yeah, that's the only incentive to go to a wedding ever. Yeah. But, but it's a real practice in self-control because you've also got all your family around, and I just don't want to get like trash in front of my family. But I also don't want to lose this opportunity for a bar tab. Oh yeah. What I does will, one do? I will burn every bridge. <laughs> that's why you don't keep coming back. <laughs> I don't get invited to many weddings, though. To be honest. Most weddings I've been to, I've either been a groomsman or a plus one. So I've never been able to be just a guest. And I really want yeah. to do that. I really want to just be have a have a proper invite and where I can just chill out and eat the food and then I guess join the queue. And, hey, it's so beautiful. Um, but being a plus one is the worst in my opinion. Well, 
You don't know anyone, do you? No, not at all. So you can't, it's, being a guest is the sweet in the middle. Because I've only ever been a bridesmaid yeah. to my sister, and but when you're there, you're working basically, and you can't drink anything till I gave a speech, so you have to be like on your best behavior. And then if you're a plus one, you're just sitting there and you're a bit like, cool, I'm gonna keep drinking, but not really for the right reasons. Whereas when you're just a guest, you know enough people, you can meet new people, you've got a little bit of confidence about your belonging there. Yeah, it's hard when, when they're like, oh yeah, so how do you know the uh, bride or groom? And you're like, I don't. <laughs> I got forced into this, I got forced in this due to this relationship I happen to be in. Ugh, the timing. I went to a wedding once of a friend. She was the bridesmaid and her sister was getting married and I went as her plus one. Yeah. I've never you, felt more uncomfortable. Yeah, that's an odd plus one. I thought I, I thought plus one was generally has to be yeah. a relationship. No, but I, I, yeah, I went and I just, I know the family and they're lovely, but I didn't know enough. So whenever people were like, so what kind of like, what are you doing here? I'd be like, I don't think I should be here. I think, I don't think I belong here. I don't I think, think this I wedding's might, made for me. I think I might leave. Um, could I have a takeaway slice of cake? You know, I was like, oh, I'm just, weddings aren't parties. They're totally different. That was the first time I realized that. Like at a party, you can kind of find your place. But at this wedding, I was like, I just, I don't really fit in anywhere. So what about you? They're like, I'm the cousin, I'm the auntie. Yeah. And I always feel a bit guilty as well because I know every guest costs a lot of money to yeah. be there. Uh, especially when I'm drinking a lot of their booze. Yeah, you've got at least three people's bar tabs under your belt. <laughs> I got yelled at by the bride at a wedding that I was at oh, as, uh, when I was a plus one. Yeah. I didn't do anything wrong! Seems like you did. I Why did she yell at you? I outdressed the groom. You outdressed him? Yeah. What do you mean? You looked better than him. Yeah. <laughs> what were you wearing? Okay. Like well, a top hat and monocle? No, I wasn't even dressed up that, that well, but it turned out that this was quite a trashy wedding that took place in between two public toilets. <laughs> so the wedding was supposed to be a beach <laughs> wedding and I, beach weddings are horrible. I yeah, I've honest. never been on one, but it seems a logistical yeah. nightmare. Yeah, they're terrible. Beaches, beaches are not nice, getting sand and you're yeah. beaten shit. Um, so it was supposed to be on the beach, but because it was raining, they moved the uh, they moved it up to the only sheltered place, which was the public uh, toilets. So it was great, like this just this random dude just walking past you, just hear the. Oh no! So it was a pretty trashy wedding. Um, <laughs> they all they all came in on like Harley's and stuff. It was yeah. it was pretty brutal. And so when I got there, so I I, I really wasn't that that overdressed. I was I was wearing a white button up shirt, tie and a black waistcoat. You think that's appropriate? Do you think I could, I could arrive at a wedding and not? Yeah, I think that's standard wedding attire. It's not like you've gone above and beyond, but you're not in thongs and shorts. Yeah, yeah I think exactly. That's I could have been in thongs and shorts, I guess, if it was a beach Still wedding. Still been but, overdressed. <laughs> yeah, I mean, people were dressed nice. Yeah. People weren't rocking up in just a t-shirt and shorts, but when the, the groom came out, he was just wearing a, a white collared shirt that wasn't ironed and a tie, no suit jacket or anything. And I felt really, really uncomfortable. And after the ceremony, I went back to the car and I actually started taking it off and being like, oh my God, this is so bad. Like, uh. and I was like, you know what? I look good. And then, so I did it back up and then I, I went into that uh, reception, but I didn't talk to the writing. Oh, this is where I, this is why I got yelled at because I didn't go do the whole like, oh my God, so beautiful. Like, why the fuck are you here and ruining the look of the groom yeah, by dressing yeah. up too But much. there was a good goodbye. And then like, it was, you know, thanks for bringing him. So she genuinely got upset because you looked 
more dressed up than. Well, the I mean group. that's the theory. She yeah. didn't, she didn't specify, but it was like, oh, thanks for bringing him. Waste that meal on him. <laughs> They're divorced now. Aww. So. Don't look so happy about that. <laughs> <laughs> Who had the last laugh? <laughs> that's why I wore a waistcoat. I was also I was groomsman at a wedding in China. Oh. Well. Yeah. Yeah. Was it a Chinese couple or an Aussie couple? Oh, so, okay. So she's Chinese, he's Australian, uh, and she lives here with him. And uh, they they went over to, they went back over to China to have the marriage. And then uh, he's my best friend. So he said, uh, you know, will you be the groomsman? I will fly you over there. And I said, fuck yes, if you're paying for it, yes. <laughs> yes. Also, I'm invested in your happiness. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that, 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 too, that too, I guess. And uh, did you get kicked out from that? Or yelled no, at? No, but it was the most awkward experience of my life because nobody spoke English oh, at all. Oh, no. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Oh. Um, and a lot of people kept coming up to me and congratulating me on my marriage because I was the only other white guy there. So they kept mistaking Oh, for the other guy. <laughs> So oh, like, right. people congratulations, congratulations, <laughs> and I would just say thanks. Very happy, very happy. But yeah, there was a lot of weird stuff. Um, yeah, there, there was, uh, I know there was a point where they said, okay, so you need to hold this basket which had candy and cigarettes in it and stand near the doorway, which felt very servant-like. <laughs> and so it's like, hello there, little child. Would you like candy or a cigarette? Both. Okay. Smoke up, little fellow. Can't Smoke run. up. Get that. Get that deep into your lungs. <laughs> you don't need to grow any bigger. <laughs> oh, that sounds like a funny. Experience. Yeah, the, 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 I, I would not recommend going to a uh, a wedding in China. It was really awkward because it was definitely like I would keep turning to the groom, like when things were going on, and he'd just be like, I don't know what the fuck's going on either. <laughs> he just went with it. But he's got a spot. Like, he's like, oh, everyone still likes him because he's the groom. Exactly. You, they're like, exactly. I'm sorry, I actually don't yeah, invest I was, in you. I was, I was nothing. And I was the best man. And the whole thing was that I was going to be having the rings. I was going to present the rings and everything. Yeah. And I was excited about this job. I was even going to do the whole, like, oh, what they then? Oh, not in oh my classic, yeah. forgot the rings. Yeah, you have to as the best man. Then when it came time, I said, where's the rings? And they pointed at the little flower girl. She was going to bring the rings. Oh, ousted. That little she. bitch. <laughs> oh, I hope she dies. Oh, I was pissed off. You had one job and they couldn't even trust you with it. Yeah! Give me <laughs> to some little kid with flowers. She didn't even know the groom! Now you're just that random white guy who stood next to the groom. You didn't even have a function. I didn't even end up standing next to him because it was so confusing that I ended up being like last in the line and stuff. It's like, it was a point where I'm like, am I even the best man? I don't know what's going on. Thanks for flying me over here though. I'm having a great time. They're like, separate the white people. It's too clustered in that area. Yeah. We're getting bounced off the camera. Yeah, but yeah, congratulations to them both. I hope they uh, don't get married again because I don't want to go through that again. <laughs> Actually, they said to me, they said, we looked at our wedding photos and uh, in every photo, you're looking rather unhappy. It's like, oh, okay, that's probably because I Funny was. Funny that. Probably I was. Very upset that day. <laughs> 
So I've been getting emails from Australia Post mm. uh, in the last week saying that, oh, your parcel is coming tomorrow. Your parcel is coming oh, today. That's Christmas. great. Couldn't remember what the fuck the parcel was though. Because oh. sometimes late at night I order things oh. on eBay and I don't know, at the time it always seems good. And then, you know. Are they drunk orders? I may have had a little whiskey or two. My sister randomly drunk ordered the whole thing of Harry Potter books in the children's, like the children's Harry Potter books Wait, to make sure I, that they were the same as the adult ones. Uh, is there a difference? No, I'm pretty sure it's just larger text. Like it's a more child friendly oh, oh, read. Oh, oh, for blind people. No. And then she learnt Braille and checked it word for word. Drunk. <laughs> So, uh, oh yes, what did you order? Hang on, but yeah. ultimately were they the same? Yes. Oh, what a great Oh, sorry, yes, uh, for like... those waiting in suspense, yes, the Harry Potter books are the same. Alright, good, good no, story. Order either, probably cheaper. <laughs> sorry, what did you order? Well, my final message was, your package has been delivered. Yes. It has been left in a safe place. And I was at home at the time, it's like, alright, so they didn't even knock on my door. Typical post mm. guys. And so I looked out, not on my doorstep, looked in my mailbox, not in there. Backdoor, no. Whatever this safe place is, must be pretty damn safe. So I'm like, alright, they obviously haven't delivered it here. Fuck's sake, I really wanted this mysterious package that I had no idea what it was. <laughs> so I, I called Australia Post straight away and I said, hey, you know, blah blah blah. Uh, you know, it's not here. And they said, okay. Uh, and they had a photo of where the guy had, he had taken a photo and that's part of their, their safe drop system. Right. And he said, it, it looks like they've stuffed it in the mailbox. And he emailed me the photo. And it looked like my mailboxes. And he goes, yeah, you know, I, I can confirm that somebody else has accessed your mailbox within that time. Whoa, within three seconds of me walking out the door. And then so I'm looking at the photo and I was like a detective. I'm like, well, it looks very much like mine, but you'll find that my numbers are on the, on the left-hand side, whereas on this one, it's on the right-hand side. And that, I don't think that's a middle mailbox. And I can declare that that is not my mailbox and your guy stuffed up and they're like, okay, you have a case. <laughs> and, then, and, so they, and so then they're like, all right, you know, well, you'll hear back within 10 days. Uh, like, all right. And then you get that email with the case file number, which means nothing. No. You know, you've lost your Getting package. Getting you nowhere. And I was depressed because I really wanted that package, even though I didn't know what it was. So next day I'm out for a run in the morning and I run past a building and I see mailboxes that look identical to mine. And I'm like, ooh, that's the place. If that's the, if it's there, I'm, it's really awkward. It's, yeah, I'm, I'm, stealing mail. Yeah, yeah I, I'm stealing my own mail, but it's, <laughs> if there's security cameras, you know, you always see on yeah, YouTube and stuff, deep. it's like, it's a video of, of this guy stealing my mail, be careful of him, it'll be my face. Yeah. Um, so I went in there and I, I found the parcel uh, and I hung around there for a while, pretending to be on the phone, took like some selfies with it and stuff, trying to, trying to play it off. So I got it home, I have the parcel. Oh. Yeah, I have the parcel. Did you it. open it? Yeah, I did. Or you're opening it right it. now in an unboxing. <laughs> no, no, I have it. Oh, oh. yeah, also to, to follow that up, I got a knock on my door later on because I thought I'm going to leave this and see how long this case lasts. But I got a knock on the door and it was the mailman like with his hat in his hands just being like, oh, I need to apologize for yesterday. Oh. It's, uh, it's my first week and I accidentally oh. delivered it to the wrong mailbox down the road. And he's like, look, did... Did they, did they come to you? I'm like, oh, actually, I went down there. 
earlier today and I, I found it. Um, I'm probably going to jail, but I did find it. Uh, and and then I was like, like he was just so so nice and stuff. Oh, I was like, oh it's bless okay. him. It's okay, buddy. It's okay, buddy. We all make mistakes. Oh, and, I love him. Oh, it made me feel like shit. Because oh. I should have been like, you motherfucker, you fucked up. I nearly didn't get my mystery package. But it was his first week and he yeah. came and apologized. Yeah. Oh, what a good man. Shout out to that postman. Well, I never ended up uh, canceling the case, so he's probably been fired now. <laughs> oh, no. But he's like, but he found it. They're like, no, you're lying. But he found it as they drag him off into the sorting room. <laughs> I do occasionally still get an email saying, we were investigating your case. <laughs> I could defend him and say he came and apologized, but nah. Lesson not learned. Dun, dun, dun. Okay, so what's in the box? Well, you know, sometimes, I, sometimes it seems like a good idea at the time. I'll, what's I'll in the say box? something, you know. Alright. What is in the box? I present you Exhibit A. <laughs> what would you describe what you're seeing right now for I our listeners? I would describe it as the hat that Dr. Harry wears on Better Homes and Gardens when he's talking about the dogs he's helping. Yeah, it's an old man hat. They're called, um, I don't know what the official name is, but they're called... <laughs> Flat cap or Gatsby or fat guy cap. Yeah, or like what a little kid, you know, back in, I don't know, whatever era would sell newspapers in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, I think the, the golfer hats as well. Yeah. So, so how do you feel? You Is know this what? a successful purchase or I've, do you have buyer's remorse? Well, I did when I pulled it out and put it on. <laughs> but uh, I'll put it on for you. How do I look? Good. Suits me, doesn't it? Yeah. And you know what? Yeah. I've been wearing it. Have you? I've spent this last week going out there. And you remember last week when you you asked me if I was part of a community. Oh, yeah. I am now. Oh, my God. Fat guy hats. <laughs> so I'm walking around the street. People are a little nice. Everyone's giving me the, hey, how you going? I see another dude with a fat guy hat. Give him the fat guy hat nod. It's great. My life has changed since I've gotten this hat. And they nod back. Yes! Oh, yes, it's fantastic! Up. My life has changed and I finally feel a part of something. Although, yesterday when I was walking down the road, the kids down the road laughed at me and said, nice hat, so it's going in the fucking bin. But that's what's part of being in a community. Not everyone understands nah, you. No, nah, I hate it! I hate it! I'm done with it! Can I have it? No. Oh. Alright, that's it for me. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, bye! Alright, we're, more, more. Right, we're done. Uh, thanks for listening. We're on iTunes and Stitcher. Hit us up on Twitter at Dead to Me Podcast. We're also on Facebook, and our email is Dead to Me Podcast at gmail.com. Woo! All right, bye guys. Bye.